Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How'd they get the courage to jump into greatness? Doing what they love and living the good life. So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews Jr. Yes, we are back live and thank you for joining us. I want to bring into you my special guest today. Please give him a big round of applause. How are you doing, sir? Great. Thank you very much, Charles. I'm uh, glad to be here. Hey, man, it's, it's, it's great to be back on the microphone. We took a break for a while and, you know, we just said, you know, we got to get back. People are looking for content and looking for great inspiration on what they're doing and new businesses. And that's what, you know, I had you as my first guest back in the new year. So, you know, I can't wait to dive into your story a little bit and hopefully it would help you and help other people as well. Yeah, looking forward to it. So give us a little background on yourself. Born and raised, where are you from? Well, I'm originally from Afghanistan. I, I was uh, born uh, and uh, raised up. I was, I was in Afghanistan until I was 11 years old. And I, I was born in central Afghanistan, unfortunately, one of the poorest countries in the world. And my uh, village was one of the isolated regions in Afghanistan. So uh, I was born in 1973. So I'm close to 40 years old. So growing up in Afghanistan, tell us about your childhood. Like, what was your, what was your dream? Like, what was your, your vision of becoming and what did you want to do? Uh, well, Charles, uh, unfortunately, first, uh, I was born paralyzed from waist down. Um, because we had uh, no access to hospital or doctor, uh, nobody knew what was wrong with me. So everybody accepted me as being paralyzed and so did I. And uh, that's how I entered this world. Wow. Uh, believing that I'm I'm going to live paralyzed for the rest of my life. So you come in this world paralyzed, you know, at, at that time, like you said, there's no resources there. There's nothing that you can think of doing. There's no one's like, oh, take him here or take him there. Let's find out what's the problem. So you, you live your life going forward for that long. What, what was the next step after that? Well, um, I, I always had this question, right? I, and I saw other kids running and playing. And I, and I had this question, what's wrong with me? And, and, and that's the question that I, I raised with everybody, with my parents, with my neighbor. What's wrong with me? Why can't I walk? And, and I have legs and they're growing, but I can't walk. It doesn't make any sense. Everybody said it is God because of God. You know, it's what it's God's doing. So don't ask that kind of question. That'll be an ungodly question. So I stopped ask, asking. So the, the whole thing changed, Charles, when, when I was five years old. Uh, when I was five years old, my, my mother put me outside the house. Uh, and she, she, she made a blanket out of this all discarded clothes and she put me on it. Don't move. You know, she would always tell me, don't move. Just stay here. Because I always, I had nothing to do. I wanted to crawl out of there. I wanted to right. explore, but I, you know, so... And, and I, I stayed there. My brother came with a knife and uh, he, he, he was making something with a piece of wood, but he forgot his knife there. 
And uh, I was glad that he did because that, that kept me busy, you know. So I, I picked up a, a piece of food and tried to make a toy out of it. And all of a sudden, I, I, I it slipped. I cut my index finger to the bone. Oh. And, and, and I was five years old and I was scared because back then, if, if I did anything wrong, I was punished. And, right. you know, so and I held it tight and I, I cut a piece of uh, cloth from the uh, from, from, from the blanket that my mom made and I wrapped it around my finger and I and I held it tight. And, and the next day I watched it, the bleeding stopped. And, and then the next day I just, I just keep watching it. I was mesmerized by by looking at it every day that it, it started healing itself. The wounds closed and I, 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 what, what happened? And I, I was wondering what happened? Who did this? And that's when my question started. Who, who did this? Who fixes this stuff, you know? And, and I asked my mom, uh, mom, who, who fixed this? And my mom always, of course, it's God. Who else can do that kind of stuff? Right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> then I said, okay, okay, uh, it's God. I, and, 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 and I didn't ask any questions. Till one day my mom was praying and then she asked God, God, give me this, God, give me that. All of a sudden something struck in my head. It says, I never prayed for this. My mom never prayed for this. How did, how did God know that I, I was injured, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so, and, and then I told my mom, mom, I don't think of it as God. But, but that's when I get a punished, you know, for asking such ungodly questions. She said, never right. ask, never, never, never question that. And I, and I, but, but I, I realized something. I never ask questions anymore, but I realized something. There is something inside me, mm-hmm. something inside me that is helping me to cure, to live, to be healthy. There is something inside me. What is it? I have no idea. And, and and that's as I you know and what I see today in today's world I see people people don't believe that there's something inside that they're always helping they always look outside right right but for me I there's something I thought there's something inside me and if that thing can can heal this wound this cut I am sure it can fix my legs right <laughs> you know but but how I had no idea I couldn't ask anybody and nobody knew what it was then I thought okay well maybe maybe I'll just talk to it. Mm. And I keep talking to myself, come on, please fix my leg. I know you can hear me. I know you can do this. You help everybody else. Please do it. And I've, I've been doing that for weeks and weeks. And, and, and not, nothing happened. And then I, then I thought, well, something is wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe this, this thing inside me, they're, they're young. They're child. They don't, they, they don't understand me. So maybe I'll massage my legs and, and talk to it. And I massage my legs and talk to it. And that, you know, that didn't work for weeks and weeks. And that, okay, maybe it doesn't know what I'm trying to tell it. Maybe if I'll just stand up on my feet and, 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 and try to stand up on my feet, try to walk, then it'll know what I'm trying to do. And, 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 and then I asked my brother, my father, can somebody please hold me up? So why? He says, because I want to learn how to walk. Okay. And, and they said, ah, come on, come on, just sit down, just sit down. I said, no, please, please, somebody, please, please help me. Nobody did. I yelled, I screamed, and I begged, you know, no, nobody did. Because in, in, in their eyes, you can't walk. I, exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I can I can relate. I still can relate to that. And I, and I, when I when I, I I'm a life coach as well. And I when I coach people, I, mm-hmm. and, and I still relate to that. People they 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 always looking for the outside to help. Help me, please help me. And and right. I, they have a dream. They have a big dream. You know, but nobody nobody believes them. Mm-hmm. If you have a big dream, you want I want to do something. I want to change the world. I want to be rich. Whatever it is. And, and, and the first person who stops you are the family says, what the hell are you talking about? You, you know, out of all those people, you forget about it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, that's what happened for, 
to me from a very young age. You want to walk? God has made you paralyzed, and you want to fight against God is doing, and, and that kind that 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 was the verdict basically. Just shut up. But but, but I couldn't. I, I you know that's all I had. That's the only hope I had. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and then I said, okay, how am I going to do that? How how am I going to do it on my own? You know. So here here here's I want to I want to jump in here real quick because. I've talked to many um, people. I've done many interviews, and that's the same thing: that you'll always have dreams, things that you want to do. Yeah. And people will be like, "Oh, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to take a chance? Oh, don't worry about that. Like, I want to write a book. You sure? It's hard work. You know what I mean? Are you sure <laughs> yeah. you can do it? Instead of encouraging, oh, you want to write a book? Hey, I'll help you find some authors or maybe we can research together or we can do this together there's nobody that always there to help you push to the next level exactly exactly charles you know and and so we'll be jumping back and forth hopefully it's okay for the show for the audience you know uh that, that's the biggest problem we have you know uh, we have about 80 percent of the population right they, they fit perfectly in a normal life you know they, they're yeah. fine going to do whatever they do get a job whatever standard life is at that society they, they, they they're okay with that and they, they like it they're okay but this 20 percent, and just like you and me yourself the only reason you have this show because you want to do something right you want to change the world and but this 20 percent doesn't fit anywhere you know and, and they, they don't like school this 20 percent do not like school at all <laughs> okay so and and why because the school doesn't take them where they want to go so now, now imagine who's the who is the first person who's the first people who will, who will punish them or, re, or or force them into conformity it's the family the parents now imagine they have a tough time at home and they have they go to school and they, they, they do not do a good job at school and they have a tough time there they have nowhere to go they have nowhere to go and that's why a lot of people give up because they don't have anything so th- this is the story that I'm going to tell uh, the story that I'm telling that it says no 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 you can rely on yourself. Yes. The minute you rely on outside world for support, if it, it, once it is not there, then you're done. Yeah. It's basically, you give your the power, you give your future, you give everything to them, and they decide. Once they, 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 they decide against you, and you're done. But if you believe there's something inside you that will find ways, it will. Trust mm-hmm. me, it will. That's the, the story is all about. So you're at this point now. You ask them to help you stand. No one's helping you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're doing it on your own. What happens next? Yeah. Uh, then I, I looked. I looked. Then I looked around myself. We, we lived in one room, and it was a mud mud house, so we're really poor. So, uh, and I found the door handle, and I said, "Wow, I, you know, I could lift myself. I could hold the door handle and lift myself." And I crawled to the door handle, and I and I held it, and I tried to lift myself up, and I, I couldn't. I, I I couldn't lift myself an inch. So I realized that how difficult it was. But I didn't give up. I kept holding and trying to lift myself up till I broke the door with handle. And 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 obviously I was punished for that, you know, for breaking the door handle. And, and then they, they told me never ever try to touch anything again, you know. And and I had what am I going to do? And then I I looked for everything. It was the table. If it was anything, I I, I almost broke everything in that room. <laughs> So th- this this is this is this is the this is the pun this is the the, the price we need to pay yes. if you have a big dream, my friend. You know, but not everybody is ready to pay that price. 
you know they they pay the price just you know enough that they say oh, okay i i can't do it anymore but no you know and, and as long as as long as you understand that this this is okay the, you know if i have this dream i want to do this one and, and and i have a hard time getting it i don't have any support and i i've been trying and trying that you can tell yourself oh wow that's why people quit mm-hmm. because it is hard that's why i'm not going to quit so that's what you know this realization that wow this is how people quit this is why people quit because they cannot take it it actually makes you more strong it makes you feel strong okay i'm going to do it i will do it and that's exactly what happened to me unconsciously though i didn't know this stuff you know because i believe that i can and 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 i and i i doesn't didn't matter how much they punished me i continuously did that and and they finally kind of uh, uh, give up on me and says okay what do you want they asked me what do you want i said well if if i'm not allowed to to touch anything in the room you you guys have to build me something outside outside the house that i could hold on to that i could you know try to stand on my feet and try to practice and and that's what my brother built me you know this like a, a gymnast has two poles yeah you know? yeah 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 and i thought i could hold on, on two sides and try to lift my weight up and it, they built me that and 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 i and i tried it when they built me i was so excited when they built me you know th- this is what happens when we have dreams charles we have a dream you know we have a goal it says it, it just feels so excited so good i, I was I, you know just I, when 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 my brother was building it i was sitting there i couldn't wait to use it and when i went try to use it i failed it didn't work i still couldn't lift myself up you know that that that's the 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 feeling that feeling of failure discourages so many oh my parents were right no 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 that 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 means that you 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 can open your mind that means that failure means that you have to learn okay this didn't work what is next what is next what is mm-hmm. next you know so my next idea was okay come I, i'm going to beg my brother beg my father beg my mother anybody else my cousins who who visited please can you guys just lift me up and and, and as long as i stand there and i can hold my weight there charles nobody did nobody did that's how lonely sometimes life gets you know that's how lonely you look around there is nobody nobody so even though even though they built you the system even though the system's there they're not willing to help you put you onto the system exactly because they don't believe in what i believe they don't believe in that and 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 uh, like and, and for example now when when people told me oh my parents do not believe me i said that's fine That's okay. Back then I was a kid. I didn't understand why, but now I I understand. And for for you for your audience say okay, it is okay for them not to understand you. It is not that they they they're against you, it's just they don't understand you. They don't believe in you. So it means that it is your job. It is your job to do whatever you need to do. It is your job to make them understand that what you want to do instead of getting angry at them. Okay. So that but but I was angry at them. I was young. I didn't. Know. I said, "What the heck? Why they are not helping me? It is so easy for them to just lift me up." And I would sit there and I would cry and I would try and I I I fell a hundred times. Then I came up with one more idea. I said, "Okay, since you guys are not helping me, why don't you build me like like two steps that I could lift myself up, you know, sit on this one and the and the other one then maybe I can I can I can stand up." And and that failed too. 
but I kept doing it. You know, they asked me to, okay, you come home. It was, it was 30 Celsius outside and, 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 and they asked me to come home. I, I said, no, I'm not. Either you guys help me or I'm sitting here. I'm mm-hmm. going to die here, uh, you know, but I'm not going to come home. You guys need to help me. Okay, so, but anyways, nobody did. But I kept trying, you know, I, I kept trying. I, I, there were bruises all over my body. I did it for two years, Charles, two years. Now imagine paying the price for what you want in your life for yep. two continuous years. And I did that. After, when I was seven years old, seven and a half or so years old, I fell one more time. And this time I felt the pain, I felt pain in my knee. And that's when the whole thing changed. Yeah, because why you, hold on. <laughs> why are you feeling pain in your knee? If, if, you, if, you, if you have no feeling, yeah. where's, where's this pain coming from? Yeah, uh, well, it, 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 I, I felt pain. For the first time, I felt pain. Uh, how? How? I, I don't know. That's, that's a mystery. I, I have no idea. I've asked so many doctors when I came here, or uh, what, what was wrong with me? He says, I, I can't tell you. I don't know what was wrong with you. Maybe when you, you, you were young, when you were born, you were mishandled. I don't know. The nerve was pinched or something. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. Nobody knows. But when I felt the next morning, I, 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 I felt my toe moving. Mm. Okay, so and then I realized, wow, I, I'm I'm getting something. It's, you know, and it, it took me about almost a year to walk from that day on. And how? And what was the age? Uh, I was about close eight, 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 eight and a half years old when I actually walked. So for eight years, eight years, you keep the dream was to walk, and then finally, there's a small breakthrough, and yeah. finally, it grows, and then now you are here today walking. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. Yeah, N- not just walking. I, I became uh, I- I- well, a com- competitive squash player. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you took it to the next level. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so Charles, w- when I did that, so I, I-, I was I- then I-, I realized, wow, if I can walk. If yes. I can do this, teach my, my legs how to walk, I can do anything in the world. I can do anything. I realized that my parents were wrong. I realized the society was wrong. Right. I realized that belief was wrong. So I, I became a kind of rebellion. I never listened to them anymore. Okay. The, when I was eight and a half or so years old, when I got my, my, uh, my, my mobility back, and my, my parents said, okay, now we have to send you... There was no, no, no regular school. They, they said, you have to go to, to the mosque and study the holy book, Quran. And I said, okay, okay, I'll go. I didn't know it, so I'll go. It's okay, mm-hmm. fine, I'll go. So, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't memorize the, 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 the Quran. It, it was in a different language. I didn't know it was in Arabic. Back then, I didn't know it was in Arabic. I didn't know Arabic was a language. They right. just asked us to memorize it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had a hard time memorizing it. And I was punished on a regular basis. 
I, you know, I was be, I, the, the, this mullah, this clergy who taught the Quran, all, uh, they, he would physically beat you. He had a sticks and he would beat the palm of your hand or feet on a regular basis. When I came home and I told my parents that, you know, they said, well, you deserve it. You know, you deserve it. And, and, and then one day I said, I'm not going. That's it. That's it. I said, I'm not going. So, and they, they, they punished me at home as well. But they said, okay, you, you better go. You have to go. That, that, that's, that's Charles. That's when, when, when we're conformed, you know, they force us and this 20% that I'm talking about, everybody yeah. tries us to conform with the rest. And, and, and when we don't, and, and that's, that's when the problem starts. That's when the price you have to pay, depending on society, the prices could be different. But the part that I don't, see and, and understand is you've been telling them for years yeah i can i can do this if you yeah. help me out i can do this yeah and they're saying no 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 and you get punished for it but after you, you get up and do it they don't say well maybe he's got something here maybe we might need to listen to him and follow him and maybe he's got an understanding that we might not know yeah, yeah exactly that's what i was hoping for right so uh, because I, I had ideas for a lot of stuff because I had nothing to do. I had a lot of ideas for so many other stuff, but nobody listened to me. Well, w- but but they forced me back into going to the mosque. They forced me back. Uh, and, and, and I was beaten again. And then one day I was at my uncle's house and they had a, a, a book, a Quran. That Quran had a, 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 a translation, a, a, a Farsi, Persian, which I could read and write. Thus I learned a, a little bit how to read and write. So... I realized, what's wrong with this mullah? Why doesn't he teach me in Farsi, in my language? Mm-hmm. So why does he teach me in this another language? Why? And then I said, oh my God, because mullah didn't know. Now I'm going to teach him. I'm going to tell him that. I, I'm going to tell this mullah, teach me in this. Why don't you teach me in this language? <laughs> but the problem is, Charles, I didn't know it was against the religion to teach you Quran in any other language. Right. Okay, so I was so excited. Now, now I'm the next day. I'm so excited, taking my uncle's uh, uh, Quran to the mosque uh, to tell Mullah. Well, you know, how come Mullah didn't know this? So I went to the mosque and told Mullah, "Hey, you know, teach me in Farsi, please." And that's when he started punishing me. He asked two 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 students to tie my feet. He they tied my feet with the rope and kept kept my feet up like that and started yeah. beating the uh, on my soul with the stick. Okay, and, and, and from that day on, when I when I went went home, I said, "I'm done. I'm not going." The next day, when they forced me, I, I instead of going to the mosque, I went to the mountain. Mm. You know, I was lost for two nights, and the mountain almost died before they found me. You know, sometimes that's that. Sometimes that's how the price you have to pay in, in different f- forms. Not not yeah. necessarily in the forms that I, but different society, different forms. You have to pay the price if you wanna break away from conformity you have yeah. to to get to greatness you have to there's some suffering that has to be done some <laughs> sacrifices have to be done what level are you willing to sacrifice to get to your goal to get to your dream exactly exactly and and and, and again those sacrifices are the things that makes you stronger it's the best university you could ever want to but if you do it consciously it is the best university ever it teaches you and, and but back then I didn't know all of this. When I I I, I suffered at the same time when I re- was resisting, I suffered as well. So and, and when when I came back, when they found me from 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 the mountain, and then they said, 
to go back again. I said, if if you if you force me, I'm going to run away again. I would rather be eaten by wolves than living the life you guys are forcing me to live. Mm. And that's when they they, they kind of uh, they they, they kind of left left me alone. Right. You know. But and 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 after a couple of months, there was a school open, NGO school, a regular school with the regular subjects. And and they said, okay, why don't you go there? I said, okay, great, I'll go there. And and, and I went there, and they 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 accepted me in grade four. So my first day at this new school, and I'm so excited. Uh, so the teacher says, okay, page this page, and we go to the page. And it, the subject, the the lesson today is about about wind. And and the teacher says the wind is created by water. Okay, next page. I I said, uh, excuse me, sir, sir. Uh, h- how does wi- water creates wind? If I put a bowl of water in my room, is it going to create wind? I said, no, no, son. It's not like that. It's you know. Okay, next page. I said, no, no. I really want to know. <laughs> and and he he realized that I'm not going to give up. He said, okay, come here, my son. So I went in front of the class. He patted my back and told the rest of the class and says, "Hey, this this kid is the the mo- the smartest student I have. So from now on, he's going to be the head student. Every time I'm not here, you guys have to listen to him." Uh-huh. So I realized that he's trying to bribe me to shut up. Right. <laughs> so I went home the next day. I told my father, "I'm not going to that school either." He says, "Why? <laughs> the teacher doesn't know anything." Now imagine a, a nine years old going, a ten years old going, telling you, "I'm not going to school because the teacher knows nothing." <laughs> so you can imagine what happened then, you know. So, but I didn't. I, I, I truly stood for what I believed if, from a very young age. Never, ever, give up, no matter what the cost was, because I believe that I can do that. But back then, there in that village, I didn't know what I wanted. Yes. All I knew, I wanted to walk, and I walked. The rest, I didn't know because there was we were surrounded by mountains. We have we had no idea behind the mountain that there was another world. We had no idea. I we have no electricity. We didn't have cars. We had nothing. Okay. So the next step, Charles, the whole thing changed when we we tried to escape the war. So we wanted to go to uh, my parents. You know, got us all into two vehicles because we had a big family. Uh, we're going to escape the the war, going to Pakistan as refugee, and and that's when the vehicle that my mother, four siblings, um, my father, my brother's wife, and their child, uh, their vehicle, they were coming behind us. They went over a landmine. Oh no! And, and that's when I lost my mother and four siblings. You know, that 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 kind of threw me threw me off because my my younger brother. Were, were were really dear to me, and I loved them. I wanted, I wanted them to. Uh, ne- I, if my father punished them, I would fight for for for, for that. I said no, leave them alone because mm-hmm. I knew how it felt. So they were everything. I was their protector, and they were gone. And that that was really hard. But but when I we moved to uh, to Pakistan for the first time, I saw electricity. I saw cars. I saw paved road. I saw you know this. Uh, uh, fridge and TV, and I said, "What the hell is this? You know how how come we never knew about this? Why don't we have it?" And I was about eleven years old, and that's when I I I I I I made up my 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 uh, one of my wish list, you know, my goal or my vision that I want to travel the world. I want to see more. Right. Now, now imagine as eleven years old, you know, doing all the stuff at home, and you go your, to your father and says, "I want to travel the world." <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
they, yeah, they, they, he obviously got mad and says, "Get the hell out of here! We have we don't have enough to eat, and you want to travel the world." Travel the world, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's how that's how dreams are born, especially this twenty person. I I feel for for them so much because I know what they go through. Right. I know what they have to go through to prove themselves right, and that's why, unfortunately, ninety five percent, more than ninety five percent of businesses close. Because we don't have a support, because we have big dreams, we go for it without any supports, and we cannot take it anymore. So they they they, they corner us, they put us in a, in a position where we have no choice but giving up. You know, so that that and that nobody trusts them, nobody believes them. Would you, you know, Charles? I I hope you know if, if there's no teachers or or some somebody from the <laughs> education system is listening to us. The school is great for that eighty eighty percent, Charles. Yes. Perfect for the eighty percent. You teach them how to get a job, right? But how to be an obedient citizen. But <laughs> exactly, that's a big one. But, yeah. but for this twenty percent, it's a prison because they want to explore. They want to grow. Want to exactly. They want to grow. Do something different. I always said, teachers. Are, are, you know, we need our teachers. We need our our schools, but they teach us to be someone else's worker, not be our own entrepreneur. Exactly. Exactly, and 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 that's why unfortunately this twenty percent do not have the support. Now, now just just think about it, Charles. Think about it. Think about one of these people. You know, to make it more simple, and I usually tell people, parents who have problem with their child, I say, okay, let's look at it this way. Let's look at your child. Is he doesn't want to follow you, or she doesn't want to follow you? That's fine. Uh Now you 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 force him. You have to follow me, but he doesn't want. He wants to. He wants to stray. He wants to go to the left or right, whatever. He mm-hmm. wants to discover something new because he believes there's something out there. Something better. Something better. So now imagine what you guys doing to him. So you guys are are first of all forcing him to follow, and you warn him if you don't follow us, you're done. I am the boss. This is my house. You have to follow me. So what you're basically trying to tell that your son or your your daughter says. This place, if you if you ever go, do not listen to me or go the way you want to. You don't have a family anymore. That's what you're trying to tell them. Twice the pressure. Twice the pressure. Now, you know, let's, this this poor kid now says because he can't. That's how we are. We we you know we can't take this punishment anymore. So we do go. Uh, you know, he says, okay, what the heck? I, I'm going my way. I'm you, going to discover something. Do it anyways. Yep. Exactly because we believe in that, right? Now imagine, and this kid goes, and 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 he cannot find anything because, you know, he, now he's tired. Now he he's hungry. Now he now coming back home is, is the hardest thing for him to do. Right. You know, but unfortunately he has no choice. But he does come home. The minute he comes home, yelling and screaming starts. <laughs> I told you so. Yep. Didn't I tell you not to go? And now imagine this this poor kid. What goes through his mind, and how lonely this person feels. And I, and, I, and now, now just think the opposite. Just let, let's look, let, let's turn the table. It says, okay, we have a really good uh, parents, and they really understand. Let, let's say if you know, say, okay, tell your kid, okay, go do whatever you want. What is it that you want? I'm here. I am here. Now imagine what that kid can do in his life. That's, I, 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 oh my God. When I find these kids, I want to give them a hug. When somebody says that my, I have a troubled child, I says, who is he or she? Let me give him or her, her, her a hug first. 
because I know what you guys are putting that poor kid through. And, and that's that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I've been through that over and over and over again. All right. Now, with that said, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to get to know you a little bit more. Have a fun game called Rapid Fire. We're just going to throw some questions at you. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Yes, we're back. And it's time for rapid fire. What we're going to do, I need you to pick A, B, or C, my friend. And you got two minutes on the clock to just give us the answer. Whatever comes to your mind, you have like 10 seconds to explain if you want, or we can move on to the next one. So give me A, B, C, or D. Is that for me, Charles? Yep. Uh, I'll go with A. A. All right. Here we go. I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. Starting now. What is your favorite drink? Water. <laughs> when are you most productive? When? Yep. In the morning. Who is your inspiration and why? It's myself. Like it. I like it. Uh, summer or winter? Uh, both. <laughs> you got to pick one. Uh, summer. Okay. What is something new that's happening to you right now that you're excited about? I, I'm so excited and talking to you right now. <laughs> What's your favorite number and why? One. Well, because that's what I've always tried to do. <laughs> the, the number one. The number one. <laughs> there you go. Favorite cake flavor? Uh, vanilla. How do you start your day? Uh, with uh, being grateful for what I have. What subject in school was the worst subject? <laughs> <laughs> Math. <laughs> and then we got a fi final on a high note there. What subject was your best? Uh, geography. Okay, last one. If you can go back in time and and talk to anybody, who would it be and why? Uh, my siblings who who died uh, because I, I believe they needed I needed them more than they needed me. Oh, beautiful, my friend. Beautiful. There you go. We've made it through rapid fire. Congratulations. <laughs> so speaking of, you know, you talk about the kids, you talk about the siblings. Let's talk about the school. I want everybody to know about that. Tell us a little bit about the school. Well, um, I, uh, I did have a, a whole lot of uh, formal education. And, and the reason, as I mentioned before, uh, even if in Pakistan, they took they they uh, sent me to school and uh, I, I, from grade four to grade five or grade three to grade four I, I, for one year. And then I, I and then I asked the, uh, one day I wanted to ask the principal because I wanted to travel. And the reason I wanted I agreed to go to school is because I wanted to travel. They told me that if you go to learn the language and all this and you can travel. So uh, one day I approached uh, the principal. I says, uh, "I said, when can I travel?" Uh, and uh, she laughed and said, "Well, my son, if you do this, do that, do this, take the subject, study there, go to university and get a job." So she did the math and and uh, basically said, "When I'm 40 or so, 
if I get lucky, then I'll travel the world. Forty <laughs> or so, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I said, well, then it's not for me.、Mm-hmm. I'm not coming from tomorrow. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so I went home and told my parents I'm not going to school. Period. I said because I want to travel the world. I believe Charles. Yes, education is really, really important in anybody's life. But you cannot disregard this twenty percent the、yes. way they are. You cannot teach them, educate them based on the other eighty percent's、uh, method or, or 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 system that you have. You can't. You're you're not just isolating them. You're actually punishing them. The reason I didn't get a formal education because there is no system for this twenty percent. So I had to do it myself. I had to do it myself. I had to learn English myself. I had to find ways to travel myself. I had to find money to do everything by myself, and and that's unfortunate because these people could do so much, not just for themselves, for the world, but they're not. They, they don't have. They, there's nothing. For, no support whatsoever. So, I didn't have a formal education, but but it it didn't mean that I did I I, I I'm not educated. You know, my my best education was every single day, what I learned out there. I, I learned from today today for example, Charles, you're questioning me, and I that your questions are teaching me. I'm learning. You know, everybody in our life, every situation in our life, is the best teacher, and they constantly teach you. Yes, as long as you know how to listen to them and learn, and you're willing to learn and take it in. Exactly, exactly. Even if my father, my parents, my brothers, not understanding me, is trying to teach me something. You know, so universities out there everywhere. Not just a thing,、uh, you know, formal education, which which you need if you want to function in the society. For eighty percent, it's great. For the twenty percent, it's a, a prison. Trust me. Yes, you know, you know、yeah. as our, as our viewers are listening, you know, big shout out to Adam. Like he said, School of Hard Knocks. Yeah, exactly. School of、right? Hard Knocks. That's the best、yeah. school. Best university. <laughs> learn, learn. You know, by expo- exposure, do what you got to do. If you can feel it, touch it, do it. You know what you can do. Yeah, exactly, and and by no means, Charles, we're we're we're, we're downgrading the education system. No, I, it it is for the majority. It is a great system. That's how it is. That's how it is supposed to. That's what it is designed. It is designed to create workforce. It is designed to create obedience,、uh, member of societies.、Uh, it, it is designed. If you're good with that, I'm happy. You you're successful. If that's what you want, you are successful, and that is there's nothing nothing wrong with that at all. All right, all right. Now, with that said, my friend, let's get to know a little bit more and let's dive right into it. It's now time for now time for victory. It's now time for pick three. Before we end the show, you're going to ask yourself three important questions. So I need you to pick three numbers between one and thirteen. Give me three numbers between one and thirteen. One five ten. One five ten. Here we go. Question number one: What's the one thing you wish you would have known before go- getting into this type of business? How the mind works. How the mind works. Yeah. Explain on that one. Well, 
Uh, Charles, uh, uh, just just think about it for a second. We we uh, everything is the mind. Everything is the mind. Nobody teaches about it. Nobody teaches about it. Okay, I, I see where I see where you went with that. I see where you went with that. If we knew how our our mind thinks, then you know sometimes we we realize that I'm a certain type of learner. I get yeah. that because I'm a visual learner. Yeah. Yes. And if I knew that growing up, yeah, I think I would have been way further in school. Yeah. Some people are 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 readers. Some are visual learners. Some need to hear it. Yeah. Me, I was visual. If if the teacher didn't write it on the board, yeah, I was lost. If they were just yeah. Calling it from a textbook, I didn't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Okay. All right. Number five. Uh, what have you read or listened recently that inspired you? Um, I, I like poems, poetry, poems that I uh, Persian poems are the most uh, significant ones that I always listen to. Uh, one one of the poems that uh, this uh, Indian poet wrote uh, that I always remember that always inspires me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is using um, eagle and wind as a metaphor. Okay. And so this eagle is teaching the, uh, his uh, uh, the uh, uh, how what is the eagle the eagle t- eagles ch- what do you call the eagles children? <laughs> <laughs> the babies, yeah, the, the, the chicks or the, the chick, whatever. The babies, yeah, yeah, the babies, the chicks, trying to tell them, trying to teach them never. Never fear the fierce wind. Okay. When you face it, because it is that fierce wind that takes you to the height. And whenever I face problems, Charles, that's mm-hmm. what I remember. This is this this challenge is trying to teach me something. What is it? The strong wind is trying to teach you something. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Last question. Name two past or present uh, people that you would love to shadow follow walk around just how they learn what they did who would you want to shadow famous non-famous past or present who are the two people you would want to shadow for 48 hours uh yeah i would say uh, uh, uh mahatma gandhi and the opposite i would say elon Musk. a different totally <laughs> two different <laughs> one, one stream to the other to the other extreme yeah because so why would you want to follow those two uh, well uh, uh Mr. Gandhi, because of uh, uh, his uh, belief, strong belief, non-violence belief in himself and his nation, it is amazing what your belief can do. And Elon Musk, it is the same the same token. It is it's amazing what a belief can do. He believed in what he wanted to do, and he he didn't care what other people believed or not he, he didn't care what the world said or, or, or not what what and, and he did what he wanted to do and he went the whole nine yards he didn't just n- n- none of them held back anything right no matter what happened to them they, and they both proved the world wrong so one shape or the other one way or the other it's it's both coming at you but at different points in your life exactly beautiful exactly my friend, exactly. it's come to the end of our show. I'm so excited that I had you as my first guest in the new year. It was a banger. Now, here's a couple of things I just want everybody to realize. It took him eight years to walk. Not because he didn't know how to. Not because he didn't want to. People around him wouldn't help him. People around him was keeping him down. But he had a fire in his belly knowing that he could do something. And when you have fire in your belly, you never give up. Okay? He kept going. He kept going. 
things happened. And for until the age of eight, then he started to walk. Not only did he walk, he started to do what? Squash. He started to do champions. He started to do many things, you know, opening up schools, doing businesses. This is just a smart, small part of his life. So I encourage you to hit the link and learn more what he does. But the main factor is if you have a dream in your life, never give up. You're going to fight struggles. And this is why I loved about this show today is there's going to be struggles in your life. There's people blockers. People are going to think, Oh, you can't do it. Why do it? Why? You know, you can't do that. The naysayers. That's what they're called. Naysayers. So here it is at the end of the day. What are you going to do when you have naysayers in your life? Are you going to listen to them? Are you going to let them take you down? Or are you going to move forward and jump? This is your opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to get to that next level. Success is waiting. It's time for you to jump. Thanks for watching, everybody. My friend, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you, Charles. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, so please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.